The Big Scary Show is brought to you in part by Dark Imaginings. Web design, creepy changing portraits, and much, much more. DarkImaginings.com For the deepest, darkest clues, to the backwoods swamp where you hit the bottom, to the inside of your casket, to the fears are deep inside your subconscious, it's time for the Big Scary Show. This is Dan Cartwright, Warriors Haunted Asylum, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Jerry from Creepy Collection, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Alex Olmstead. I'm from Crooked Descent Horror in Herkimer, New York. You are listening to The Big Scary Show. Hello, creeps. It's me, John Kassir, the voice of... The Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and you're listening to The Big Scary Show, the top podcast in the industry. <laughs> this is Alex Linebrink from Haunt Bay, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hey, it's Jason Muse from such films as maybe Jay and Bob or maybe Mallrats or maybe Noobs or maybe Bitten or maybe, I don't know, other things. But anyway, you're listening to The Big Scary Show, Snooch. You're listening to The Big Scary Show with three big scary men and one that wears more makeup than I do. Thank you for tuning in to The Big Scary Show. Boy, do we got a jam-packed show for you this week. With the haunt season on the approach, you know, the weather will be cold a little bit longer, but start improving, and it's time to build, but it's idea time right now. And boy, have we got some resources for to give you ideas this week. That's right, the big thing's going on. First of all, Badger's going to find out what's going on in the haunt industry in Deadline News. Jonah will have... Ask the Old Crone, we'll see what's going on there, and Meat Hook Jim will take you between the corpses. In addition to all the fine, you know, music and, and other surprises we have, uh, some information on the gruesome giveaway, uh, I'll also have Haunt Minute, and I'll, I'll talk about some big changes coming in the industry, some big things to watch out for. Speaking of big things, um, right around the corner, just a few weeks away, is the biggest haunt show of them all that's right trans world in st louis Ooh, different time this year um does that mean different vendors does it mean different things well we'll find out because it's the big scary shows annual roundtable 
where we give you the survival guide to trans world. What to expect, what to do, what not to do, and, uh, you know, how to make the most out of the awesome show that trans world is. We'll be talking with Alex, Dan, and Jeremy, all of which are a mix of vendors, uh, past attendees, and uh, the new attendees, because that's where we love to really get the information is uh, who's new at this and what can they expect and get the best out of it. That, so much more, all kinds of great things coming up on this, a big planning, you gotta get going type of show, Big Scary Show, episode 280, starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Badger here with just a couple words for you. It is a brand new year. We are counting down to our 11th anniversary of the show. And all these years of doing what we do here at the Big Scary Show, we've made the decision to do a few changes to the show. Some of the changes will be subtle. Some of them may not be so subtle. But over the course of the next few weeks and months, you may notice a few different things happening to the show. Rest assured, we're going to still bring you the same great content, conversations, interviews, music, news, all the things that you love about the show, and maybe a little more. And this is where you come in. If you have an idea for a segment, if you have an idea for a guest, if you have an idea for a topic for our roundtable, if you think you have something you can bring to the table and become one of our special correspondents, there are perks involved in that. Please let us know. While we're making these changes, we want to hear your input. Do you like the way the show is going? Do you want to hear more music? Do you want to hear less music? Do you want more news? Do you want different segments? What kind of topics do you want us to talk about? Who do you want us to bring on to the show? Send us your feedback. We want to hear about it. You can contact us through Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter. Uh, you can email us, feedback at bigscaryshow.com. Let us know what you think. We read every comment that is sent to us. And we do appreciate and thank all of you for all the years of having the Big Scary Show inform and entertain you. As we've said since day one, without you, we're nothing. So if you have an idea on how we can make the show better, let us know. Thank you. Good evening. My name is Deadfield, the zombie butler. Visit me and all my friends here at vfxcreates.com and check out the new Putrid Pete the zombie puppet. We have several new products that you might want to see. <laughs> see you soon at vfxcreates.com Music by Midnight Syndicate. Ladies and gentlemen, a minute with America's fearless shock producer, packager of frenzy of blood, as he lays it on the line. Why your brutally frank package of films consisting of 
I dismember Mama and blood-spattered bride. Ah, let's not kid each other. You see it in the headlines every day. I finally had guts enough to put it on film. Why were these two motion pictures put together? To act as a rude awakening, an eye-opener, sir. After all, people have a right to see and judge for themselves. Ah, come on. I've seen these films, and frankly, I think they're too violent, too raw, too brutal for the average person. Haven't you even taken any precautions? No one under 17 will be admitted unless they're properly accompanied by a parent or adult guardian. We'll be strictly enforcing the R rating and be passing out a little device to everyone attending our showing. Will you enlighten us in regard to that device? No, not on the radio. I dismember Mama and Blood-Spattered Bride, a frenzy of blood that'll take you through the ringer and doesn't care where the axe falls. Bad Jack Productions, Sanctuary of the Damned, on The Big Scary Show.
broadcasting to you from the darkest regions of the Earth. This is A Haunt Minute. And now, with this week's commentary, Storm. Alright, so there was some giant super big news uh, that was dropped this week uh, by, you know, the big entertainment and everything. That's right, you know, Universal, Universal Studios, is now going to do these, like, mini parts, these off-property um, concepts. Uh, they're doing a children's one in Texas, but the big information that really affects our everyday is that they are also doing a Halloween Horror Nights in Las Vegas. This will be a year-round um, attraction. Uh, it's going to include haunts, and uh, looks like um, the initial plans are also to have bar and restaurant concepts based around the things. Uh, this is going to be really cool. Where they're putting it to is um, right in that area 15, which is popped up and become this like you know wonder mall of neat stuff and entertainment. Um, you have the um, uh, Meow Wolf has their Omega Mart there, so this is going to be something interesting and, and really cool. And uh, Universal, they'll finally, you know, have a good platform to utilize their, you know, the movie monsters they have. A lot of the classics and even some of the new stuff coming out, they'll be able to showcase it more. You know, it's getting a little crammed in just the few weeks that they had for Halloween Horror Nights and moving things around. And, you know, they, they are making room at the park for other things. And, you know, it, it'll, it'll be real focused. But this shows, you know, if Universal is... Putting in the money for something like this. They've done the research. They've seen. And you know what? We've seen it too. You've seen a little bump in the popular haunts and, and get more people coming out. And a little bump in the weekends very recently. But you've also seen a increase of, you know, ghost tours in your local town. Or um, paranormal pub crawls are, are another thing. And just the number of Halloween events that are happening at different places. Especially more for the adult thing with, um, you know, breweries and restaurants and, and, you know, even hotels and stuff having Halloween parties again, which is pretty neat and shows people are looking for entertainment and they're looking for unique entertainment for Halloween. Guess what? It's time to really get some ideas going and do some big stuff. Now is the time to do the big unique things to put your haunt on the map. Because you're going to get more competition, but there's going to be a lot of people out there looking for what you can offer. So until next time, keep every minute scary. Tune in next episode for another Haunt Minute. Hi, this is Josh Gates from Travel Channel's Expedition Unknown, reminding you to send all hate mail to storm at bigscaryshow.com. Spectral Illusions is a digital production studio creating video effects for your home or pro haunt. They carry over 30 stock videos ready for immediate download, as well as USB drives preloaded with multiple effects. In partnership with AAXA Technologies, they now carry projectors preloaded with multiple effects. And now Big Scary Show listeners can get 15% off downloads, USBs, and screens with code BIGSCARY15. 
projectors not included. Visit SpectralIllusions.com and add some life to your haunt. That's SpectralIllusions.com. Hello everyone, Drew Badger here, and this is Deadline News for episode 280, and we're going to start off with this update from Transworld. Transworld's interactive entertainment show presents The Masquerade, an interactive adventure mystery, on Saturday, February 4th from 7 to 9.30 p.m. at BLT's 626 North 6th Street, just a couple of blocks from the America Center in St. Louis. Are you ready for an adventurous night out? Are you up for this year's newest challenge? Join Intrigue and Company for an adventure of high society and deep betrayals. Get ready to solve puzzles, gather information, and fool your way close enough to the target to strike. Join your new friends from across the industry for an evening of merry mischief, if you can trust them. Full details of this event will remain top secret, so sign up now to get your spot in our most intriguing and dastardly adventure yet. Get more information at roomescapeshow.com slash events. We have this update from Days of the Dead coming to Atlanta. It is with great pleasure that we announce the addition of actress Tamara Glynn to the guest roster for Days of the Dead Atlanta, happening January 27th through the 29th. Tamara Glynn is an American actress who began her career as a teenager in the late 80s, appearing in television shows such as Miami Vice and Growing Pains, before becoming known for her horror roles as Samantha Thomas in the slasher film Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Laura is in an episode of the anthology series Freddy's Nightmare and a cameo role in Terrifier 2. Get tickets and more information at daysofthedead.com. We have this news from the Abandoned Acres Farm in Sparta, Michigan. It's official. We'll be opening our brand new escape room January 27th. The creators of Abandoned Acres Farm Haunted Attraction brings you a new concept in interactive entertainment, a real-life adventure escape room. This is not your average escape room, a series of highly detailed rooms with digital sound and lighting, CGI effects, and hidden doorways sets this attraction apart from other escape experiences. Our escape rooms require teamwork, communication, and intense observation in order to be successful. Abandoned Acres Escape Rooms is the next generation of escape rooms due to being one of the most immersive and challenging escape room experiences around. Our website is online, so come check us out at AbandonedAcresEscapeRooms.com. We have this news from the Fear on the Farm, West Virginia in Winfield, West Virginia. It's an 80s throwback, so come join the party everyone is dying to come to. The Zombie Prom. Fear on the Farm, West Virginia, and Lee's Studio Productions present the 80s throwback zombie prom. Come dressed in your best 80s garb as a zombie. There'll be food, drinks, dancing, games, prizes, prom picks, taken by Mike Winland, and we'll crown a zombie king and queen. Happening February 25th from 8 p.m. to midnight. Reserve your seat today. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 681 
203-3683 or visit fearonthefarmwv.com. We have a little film news regarding the upcoming Exorcist reboot via iHorror.com. David Gordon Green's trilogy for The Exorcist kicked off production early in 2022. While things were going along fantastically and production was well underway, it seems that progress has come to a halt. Deadline reports that the film took an unexpected hi- hiatus for the holidays. There aren't any concrete details apart from star Leslie Odom Jr. reportedly having some unspecified health issues. The hope here is that Odom will be back along with the rest of the cast this month. We couldn't help but recall all the issues that plagued the first Exorcist film. If you recall, the original Exorcist was deemed a cursed film due to the sheer number of unfortunate events that struck the cast and crew during production. The Exorcist is set to arrive in theaters beginning October 13th, 2023. Mm. We have this from the Myers House NC and Onset Cinema. I hope everyone had a great holiday and I wish everyone the absolute best in 2023. I'm really excited to announce the first new Onset Cinema of the year. Join Onset Cinema in Florence, South Carolina on Friday, March 17th for a special screening of one of the most suspenseful and gut-wrenching horror films of the past 20 years, The Strangers. I'll be showing the film inside the actual building where Kristen McKay and James Hoyt attend the wedding reception. This is also the location where James carries Kristen outside and proposes to her. This is going to be a really fun night. I want this screening to feel like a sleepover, so dress comfortably and feel free to bring blankets, pillows, and snacks. But don't get too comfortable. If that's not enough for you, 12 fans will have the opportunity to spend the night inside the PD Shrine Club for the ultimate Strangler Sleepover. There'll be pizza, drinks, board games, video games, ghost hunting, and of course a horror-thon with more horror movies playing. Everyone staying all night will be provided a twin-size air mattress, and you'll be able to sleep wherever you want inside the building. This is definitely going to be an unforgettable experience for Strangers fans. All event details and to purchase tickets can be found at MyersHouseNC.com slash OnSetCinema. And finally, we have this breaking news from Dark Hour Haunted House in Plano, Texas. If you haven't already seen the video announcement, as of just last week, Alan and Shannon Hops, as well as Mike Artees, have now officially purchased Dark Hour Haunted House from previous owner Lucy Moore. According to Alan, this will allow him to merge Dark Hour with Still Be Studios, which will mutually benefit both companies. The Big Scary Show would like to extend its heartfelt congratulations and best wishes to Alan, Shannon, and Mike, as they will no doubt be making Dark Hour even more terrifying in the future, and we look forward to seeing all the scary things. Hopefully we'll speak to Alan at Transworld and get more on this developing story. Stay tuned for more. You may be able to get more information in the meantime at darkhourhauntedhouse.com. Remember, folks, if you have news in the haunted house, Halloween, or horror industries, and you want it on the show, email it to us, news at bigscaryshow.com, and we'll get it on the show. No news is too big or too small. This concludes this edition 
of the Big Scary Show's Deadline News. <laughs> Throne of Anguish, Cathedral Shadow, on the Big Scary Show. Want to take your haunt to a new dimension of terror? Then let Dark Imaginings conjure up some ghoulish graphics and web design services for your home, haunt, or crypt. Mm. To see more of our products and services, drop by. <laughs> <laughs> 
DarkImaginings.com. Let us help you get ahead of your competition. <laughs> hey, it's Patrick Voss here with VFX, VFXCreates.com. Wanted to thank the guys at the Big Scary Show for helping us be so successful in 2022. Looking for a prosperous 2023, and I hope all the haunts out there had a great year too. See you at Transworld. The Roundtable of Terror is very proudly sponsored by HauntPay. Whether it's time ticketing, virtual queue lines, or anything else related to online ticket sales, have Alex and his staff set you up at hauntpay.com. gentlemen as the dulcet tones of virgil franklin fade off into the ether we want to welcome you once again to another round table of terror here on the big scary show and not to induce any panic but trans world is less than a month away and while we are talking trans world this is the time of the year that we usually put on our Trans World Survival Guide, where we find some people who have never been to Trans World, and we find out what their expectations are, what they hope to get out of this, and we pair them up with some wily old veterans, and we see what happens. I don't know about you folks out there, but if you've been watching the social medias, there are a lot of first-time trans world attendees this year so we put the word out a couple of weeks ago we got a few people who say yes this is my first time and i would love to come on the show so they are here so we want to introduce our guests first of all first timer going to trans world from the crooked descent haunted attraction in herkimer new york we have alex olmstead who is an actor and zone leader for that haunted attraction alex are you with us yes sir i am it is very nice to have you on the show. We want to head a little bit to the west, down in or up in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, for Warriors Haunted Asylum. We have owner Dan Cartwright, who is making his debut at Transworld this year. Dan, how are you, sir? Yep, uh, all good. Happy to be on the show. We are very glad to have you, sir. And we have a couple of wily old vendors and people who have been at Transworld for many, many years, including... Alex Linebrink from, ironically enough, the roundtable of sponsor HauntPay, who's up in the Detroit area. Alex, are you there, sir? I am. And who you calling old? Come on, Drew. <laughs> Thanks for old. having me. <laughs> but I believe I'm older than you, and I guess Jim's older than all of us. But that's okay. <laughs> and, of course, this would not be a Transworld Survival Guide without the wily veteran himself of many, many years vending from our very good friend, Jerry D'Alessandro of Creepy Collection, who is hailing us from Jackson, New Jersey. That's exit 7A off the turnpike for you folks keeping score. Jeremy, how you doing, sir? Hi, how are you? 
Welcome. It, it, it's great to well, have you back. Oh, great to have you back. Time of year, right? Absolutely. Also want to also want to also <laughs> want to introduce our uh, guest back from the intensive stay at an unnamed medical facility in the northwest. We or northeast. We have Storm. Greetings, and yes, I, I have escaped from the undisclosed medical facility, and I am back in my lair in a new comfy chair. Very good. It is, it is great to have you back, and we're glad you are on the mend. Going down to Cincinnati, we have a gentleman who's been to Transworld a couple of times. We have Meat Hook Jim. I'm still laughing at the way you introduced Alex. You introduced him as our roundtable of sponsor. Did I? Well, he is our roundtable sponsor. Let's just drop the of in post-production, although we probably won't. <laughs> Glad to have you here. And out in Fayetteville, Arkansas, the owner of Banshee Manor, who may have some breaking news for us, we have the old crone, a.k.a. Jonna. Yes, I think I'm going to save my breaking news. I think I'll just make everyone do it like a cliffhanger. You guys have to come and listen, you know, on the next one as well. But welcome, everybody. That'll be fantastic. Hello. My name is Drew Badger in Charlotte, North Carolina. I just sent all my kids back to college after spending the holidays here for the last month. <sighs> the silence is glorious. But let's talk trans world, which definitely will not be silent. Um, Alex and Dan, as first timers for trans world, we usually try to ask this question. What is the reason that 2023 is your year for debuting at Transworld? Oh, for me, it's been uh, finances. Finally can afford it. <laughs> you know, every year I've been sticking as much as I can into the haunt. So this year I decided to, you know, bite the bullet and go down there so I can learn more to make the haunt better. I, I assume Warriors Haunted Asylum did pretty good this year. Yep. Yep. Not bad at all. Not compared to some of the bigger city ones, but for in this area, not too bad. Excellent. So, Alex, how about you? What made you bite the bullet and register to head down to St. Louis this year? Uh, the reasoning actually is this is my second year as uh, working in a haunted house industry. Um, last year, I was not able to afford it. And plus, I had moved away uh, from New York. But this time coming around, uh, I'm able to afford it. And I want to see where this the haunted house kind of takes me so do you guys have uh you're a, you're an actor and a zone leader there so you're not an owner per se correct no hopefully one day i can be a part of that with uh santino but unfortunately not right now okay is he going to be attending the show or are you going as the representative uh we will both be going and i guess the big question is and this is why we have our, our wily veterans and, and all of us here. What are your expectations for Transworld? Well, for me, it's to, to learn more, you know, so I can become a better haunt. And, you know, and plus, you know, all the years of being on social media and seeing all the guys like all of you on there that have been there and you know, go to see it for myself and hopefully run into some of you. Definitely, we'll be at booth 1444. Please come by and see us. Alex, what about you? What are your expectations? Uh, I know it's going to be very nerve-wracking because, uh, as I've seen on you know media, uh, media doesn't do it justice, but it's very big, and uh, 
I feel like I'm going to be lost. And I don't know. I, I just don't want to be lost or, or nervous. So that's why I'm glad I'm being on the show. Well, Alex and Jeremy, I hope you guys can offer some sage advice to these new people here. Take it away. So as an attendee, you guys definitely, you're, you're going for, uh, you guys will be there on Thursday? Yep. Uh, I will not be. I will be there on Friday and Saturday. Okay. Uh, so let's start with Thursday first. So as an attendee, what you want to do, Thursday's a big day if you're looking for cash and carry, right? So uh, if you're looking to take some pieces home with you, that's got to be your strategy for Thursday because everyone else's strategy is that. So if you want to get your name on a, on a prop, an animatronic, a mess, a costume, that's your day. If that's not what you're going for, then you're going to go for orders. Then you have all the time in the world. You don't have to worry about that. If you're looking like 10 new classes, in, you know, it all, it all depends on what you're doing. Friday's a good day, too. Friday's like a reset day. A lot of people first get there on Friday instead of Thursday. Um, the biggest problem we always have with that is people always used to say, oh, your boots sold out. And I'll be like, well, you can order. But, you know, that's that's the facts. That's the way the show goes. First come, first serve. Uh, you know, a lot of vendors don't bring multiples. So a lot of mass companies will. Uh, I don't. I can't speak for every company. But uh, if you're definitely looking to buy up and take stuff with you, Thursday is the day to uh, get there and do that. That's first order of business. Um, a lot of people uh, on Thursday also walk around they do the show, they write lists, see what they want to purchase, what works in their haunt, they go back, we talk about it later. Um, and they do that on Friday. So you always have, if you're looking to make a purchase, you can always wait to Saturday uh, if you're just going to do ordering. But grab and go, Thursday. Thursday morning is your time. How about you, Alex? What are some advice that you can give? Oh, man. Okay. I, I completely agree with that on the, on the Thursday cash and carry, but uh, I'd say go in with a plan. And I think that's what, you know, Jeremy's starting off with there. Uh, know what you're going to do. Uh, don't, don't burn the candle too much at both ends. You're going to, there's going to be this temptation to do everything, hang out until, you know, midnight at the hospitality suites and at the lounges that people have at the bar, that sort of thing. You want to save some of that energy for the next day, uh, or you will get burned out by the end of it. You will miss some of it. But at the same time, don't be uh, afraid to go after some of the events and that sort of thing that's going on. So it's great for, you know, trends. You know, you're going to see the latest trends. You're going to see the latest and greatest tech. You're going to see the latest and greatest props. You're going to see have great networking opportunities. You're going to get a chance to explore best practices with other haunters that are out there, and whether that's through seminars or or at booths and that sort of thing. So kind of have an idea what you're going in, what you want to get out of it as you're going in there. Um, and uh, as Meat Hook Jim uh, so, so kindly said at the beginning here, protect yourself just a little bit. Wear those comfy shoes, man. Uh, that's super, super important. Wear those comfy shoes and, and don't forget those. I also recommend like a backpack or something that's comfortable to like throw stuff in easily. Uh, pack, pack some extra space. Uh, leave some extra space. You're going to want to go home with stuff, whether it's just giveaways at these uh, different booths or things like that. And speaking of giveaways, look out for them. They're everywhere. I know Haunt Bay over at our booth, this is a little bit of a, a promo, right? But we give away like an iPad and $250 gift card, multiple $250 gift cards every time we go to Transworld. And we're doing it based on only people that scan in 
at our booth there. And we're not alone. People are giving away props. People are giving away other, you know, prizes and things like that. Sign up for all of them. Um, and don't forget to bring uh, some biz cards. Sometimes that's easier than scanning your badge, you know, give somebody a biz card or, you know, kind of like I said there, you know, bring a, um, you know, a way to, to get that stuff back in that backpack and follow up with people after the fact. A lot of this is going to be about follow up. If you're not talking about like cash and carry items, a lot of it is going to be meetings that you want to set for afterwards. So just be ready to take some notes and, and be easily uh, be available to follow up with people after the fact. And that'll extend your time, right? Because you can set a meeting with somebody that does services or something, and then you don't have to deal with them while you're there. You can deal with them afterwards, but you still made that initial connection. So you can spend the time talking to other people while you're there and extending that time period a little bit. There's a barrage of them, but we got tons more. <laughs> and uh, if I might add, I'll add a pro tip onto this. If they're going to set meetings, Sunday is a very good day to set meetings. Most vendors are very, very uh, empty on Sunday morning. Mm, absolutely. 100%. You have a lot of time on it. You know what I'm saying? You have the show floor is quiet. On yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm on that side, Jeremy. Like we do, like we have a service. We have an online ticketing platform, yeah. right? And, and, and uh, you know, uh, that is our deadest day. Sundays, nobody is coming over there. Everybody's nah. trying to get their final props, their final deals as they go out, which is great. Do those things too, but it is a great time for meetings. We are always, uh, it's, it's always dead at our booth on Sundays. Packed I Friday and Saturday, but dead on Sundays. Yeah, and, and that's why I always tell Big Scary Show, come on Sunday. And I'm usually like in the booth. I'm out of the booth. I'm walking around yeah, myself man. Sunday because you have you have the opportunity. So Sunday's a great time for nice quiet meetings. And one thing to one thing to point out here too, you know, if you are doing cash and carry and you're flying in for Transworld, make sure that a lot of that stuff is, shall we say, able to pass through security. You know, I I know of some people who have bought like very gory props that have been, shall we say, detained by TSA agents at the St. Louis airport. If you're driving in, you know, that's great. Make sure you have the room for it. But for those who have to pack it, there, there are shipping companies. I believe there's a, is there still a FedEx right across from the America center that can ship some items? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't sir. remember, but you have, you have a FedEx down the block. There's a FedEx okay. goes down the block across the street in the hotel. Is the UPS okay? That's it. Yeah. However, watch your time because you know us on the East Coast are used to these places being open late. They close really early. They close on Fridays early. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, you don't you don't want to have a giant bloody hatchet that you've purchased and and try to sneak that on a plane. That's that that's not really going to work. So um, I want to uh, mention. Um, the very first year I went to Transworld, I was a home haunter with aspirations of being a professional haunter. And it was one of those things that I was basically giving myself my 50th birthday present. And I was on a shoestring, I mean, shoe, shoestring budget. I found the cheapest hotel across the river that I could stay at. Um, it was a little nervous. I'm sorry. Hotel, but you know, <laughs> I stayed in Illinois so that I could go. I parked in, um, you know, the main parking spot. I had an ice chest with sodas and sandwiches and snacks. 
So whenever I got ready for lunch and wanted to eat, instead of buying food there in in Transworld, I went out to the parking lot and sat in my vehicle and ate my lunch. And I did not go to any of the seminars, you know, that charged and stuff. But what I did was I went to everything that was free. And probably the best thing to this day, I will always say the best thing that I ever did was whenever I wanted a little break, I would sit down at a table somewhere. Or at that time I smoked, I went out to the smoking section. And as my mom used to tell me, I was born without the shy bone. And I would just say, hi, my name is John. I'm from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Where are you from? Are you an owner? And I would ask them questions. And before I knew it, I was getting some of the best education, um, tips, um, ideas, resources from people that I just, who were just other haunters there. And just, you know, I learned so much. And the main thing I learned at that, that trans world was, the truth about the haunted attraction industry and that it is unlike any other business and you can, um, everyone is willing to share and help another haunter, especially someone new. Um, so don't be afraid to talk to people, strike up a, you know, a conversation with someone and, um, make new friends, make um, new acquaintances and contacts while you're there. And don't, don't feel like you're going to miss out on a lot because maybe you don't have the money to buy big props or you don't have the money to go to all the seminars that you want to. Um, I have been to Transworld when I had plenty of money to spend that I wanted to. And I did all of the seminars and everything. And I still think that the best year I ever went was year one whenever I just talked to people and just learned about the industry itself. So. I'm encouraging you, no matter what budget you are on, take advantage of what Transworld can offer you to get the most out of it. I'm I love that. Now. I, I love that one. And I, I just to you know back that up, I think you're going to find the best company and some of the coolest tips and interactions in the most unexpected places. Yes. So, I mean, like, as, as John has said, your bed is a place to sleep. Don't worry too much about getting the place across the street for, you know, 200 bucks a night. It's not necessarily worth it. Uh, but if you do that, if you get someplace that's a little farther out, maybe spend some time out and about, you know, at some of the events, especially the free ones. There's lots of free stuff going on at the bars nearby. People even have happy hours things like that and just hang out and you're going to find some really interesting people even on the smoke breaks there. I love that, Jada. And, uh, and, and, uh, you know, with that, uh, I guess that also, you know, comes into play food too. And I would say, whatever you do, don't eat at the, uh, I mean, it's okay during the day if you're hungry, eat at the, eat at the, you know, convention center and stuff like that and, and enjoy some company there. But in the evening and breakfast and stuff, don't eat there. It's way too expensive. Get off property a little bit. Go see some of the myriad of amazing restaurants and sit down at a bar and talk to somebody there. You'll be surprised what you find. Um, there's some like good ones down by the ballpark. There's some incredible ones if you want to venture out for dinner. But even right down the street there, there's a bunch. There's the the Schnucks uh, uh, place too, the Culinaria that's got a lot of different options too. If you want to go, just find uh, that myriad of options there. So a few other tips in there that I just thought of. I stay at the Drury that has a free full breakfast and a free dinner and happy hour. And I have, I hate to admit this, for the last two years, I have spent zero dollars on food 
So I, I did have my dinner paid for one time at a, at a place out. But um, other than that, you know, if, if you have a full breakfast or a, or a happy hour type situation, wear your haunt shirts and walk up to other people with haunt shirts and just say, hey, I'm not familiar with your haunt. Tell me about it. And they'll ask you about yours. And it's a great way to, again, network and just meet other people. Haunters are there to talk and network with everybody else. That's one of the main reasons people go to Transworld is the networking opportunities. So get out there and, and promote warriors and promote Crooked Descent and just, you know, tell people, hey, you know, we, we had a great year this year. How was your year? You know, blah this and blah that. And, and before then, you start making some really good friendships. Some of the best friends I've, I have in my personal life, I have met at shows like Transworld or MHC or, or other than that. So, well, you know, that actually, Drew actually, Drew and I actually met physically for the first time at Transworld. That is true. Um, in 2011. I want to say that's probably correct. Met Jonna for the first time at Transworld. But so. don't, don't get these guys' hopes up about going to the Drury. The food, no, that's sold out. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you're talking about the food at the Drury. Free food, yes. I did it at Midwest. I did it at St. Louis. It's all Gordon food service, canned and frozen shit. Of course it is, but it's free. Oh, 100%. So, when you're on a shoestring budget like I am and you're driving for two days from Charlotte, yep. you know, I, I can't go to Sugar Fire every night. So, you know, there's... Yeah. There's that. Oh, oh by the way, is always good. On, on the sugar fire, I found yeah. a better barbecue spot. I swear, uh, this is sacrilegious. I know, I know, it's it's sacrilegious. I'm go down the to land the, of barbecue. Go down to the ballpark district and check out salt and smoke. Seriously, salt and smoke. Go down to the ballpark district. Check it out. It's not crazy busy like sugar fire, and I swear it's better across the board. Since we're on the topic of food, don't eat the convention food, blah, 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 the jury free food, I'm just going to bring up another pro tip for uh, some of your newbies. Uh, don't use the bathrooms inside the convention. Use the bathrooms outside the convention. Yeah, a lot better. Yeah, especially with some of the way pe- I've seen people eat, too. I, I, I mean, in the hallway outside the, outside the actual show, those outside bathrooms are not hit as hard. We'll just put it there. When I take my <laughs> cigarette break, I make sure to do my business while I, because the bathrooms are great. <laughs> and and you don't think you really don't think about that when you uh, when you go to a show like this. But yeah, you, you know, multiple thousands of people in one building. Yeah, it can get a little, uh, shall we say, overwhelming. Oh, I know the staff works as hard as they can, but you know, that's a lot of people. You know, Especially everybody- with all the uh, cheap free breakfasts there. Yes. You know, that's true. <laughs> Lots of eggs. Yeah, somebody's eating eggs. a lot of boiled eggs. Powdered yep. eggs can come through. Yeah. Hey, don't. Uh, everyone talks about shoes, 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 which is very important. Um, but don't forget to hydrate, especially if you like to mm-hmm. abide in the evenings. Um, used to, you could take a a drink bottle in and you could just fill it up at the um, the water fountains. But because of COVID, they shut that off the last couple of years. Hopefully, this year they'll be open again. But even if you can't take a, a refillable water bottle, take a couple of bottles of water in with you um, unless you want to pay like $4 for, you know, a bottle of water um, there at the concession Ooh. stand. Um, 
but you need to be drinking a lot. You're doing a lot of walking. You're doing a lot of talking, um, especially those that, that, you know, like to abide in adult beverages. You definitely need to hydrate. Your body will thank you. Also, throat lozenges. Yes. You need that. You're going to do a lot of talking. Your throat's going to wear out. Just like when you haunt in that first week, scream the loudest, and then you get active voice where you can't talk. Yeah. And you can just hang on stuff for a couple of days. You're going to get that at Trans World because there's a lot of talking. You're going to be talking in the morning, the night, bar, yeah. throat lozenges, hot drinks. Throw some hot drinks in there. Get those vocal cords nice and uh, warmed up because you're going to use it. I've lost my voice a lot at Trans World. So this is coming from, you know, experience. It was one it's Saturday fun morning. having to... Huh? I said one Saturday morning, I didn't even have a voice. Thank God people brought me coffee after coffee. By, by the afternoon, my voice came back. Yeah. I use a mic, yeah, uh, actually. I've started doing that where I bring a, 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 a portable mic that yeah, I can wear around, and I've got a little microphone and a little speaker that just hangs around my neck. They cost like 30 bucks on Amazon. And oh my gosh, that has saved my voice so much the last couple of years there. I know that's more of a, a tip. Going probably full slap chop on us with that. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and, and the <laughs> bonus of it is you can uh, turn it into a Bluetooth speaker and jam, you know, just walk around jamming. Not too bad. There you go. Also for newbies, you know, uh, the, the haunt uniform, even when you're traveling, you know, your black haunt t-shirt and jeans, uh, it, it identifies you as a haunter. So whether you're taking a plane, train, or automobile, I've run into people on a plane, and you get to have the conversations with them. Uh, a lot of people, it, it's pretty neat. You've seen haunters like form whole groups because two of them met at a rest stop on a highway. And they're like, hey, you're a haunter. Oh, you got a skeleton hanging off your thing, and you're wearing a black T-shirt. But yeah, so, you know, use up your uh, haunt T-shirts and uh, wear them when you travel. I hate to admit it, but ugh, this sounds terrible, but I actually got recognized at the Charlotte Douglas Airport one time because I was wearing the Big Scary Show shirt and somebody saw it and they were like, are you Drew Badger? I was like, yeah, and turned out to be the owners of a local haunt that I that I had been to many, many times and they knew I was with the with the show. I guess they just couldn't tell it was me because it was daylight as opposed to darkness, but yeah, but the first time I ever went to MHC back in like 2008 or something, I actually sat behind two guys who owned a haunted house in Maryland. And I wouldn't have known that, but they were wearing their haunted attraction shirts from there. So we at least struck up a nice conversation for the flight from from where we were going to Columbus at the time, which is where MHC used to be. So it's a lot of fun. And, and again, you know, there will be so many black T-shirts out there. It's it's not even funny. Bring a couple of extras. Maybe you'll do an, a T-shirt exchange with some of your uh, newly found friends, too. You know, hey, you know, it's been great hanging out with you for four days. Have one of our T-shirts and, you know, come enjoy our haunt if you're ever in the area type stuff. You know, you, you will build those kind of friendships at a, at a show like this. But I do want to remind everybody, you are listening to the Roundtable of Terror here on The Big Scary Show. It is our annual Trans World Survival Guide. With new attendees, Alex Olmstead of Crooked Descent Haunted Attraction, Dan Cartwright of Warriors Haunted Asylum, Alex Linebring from Haunt Pay, Jeremy DeLisandro from Creepy Collection, our usual co-hosts. We're going to take a very short break to speak to and speak about 
one of our very fine sponsors who just happens to be a guest tonight and we'll be right back are you looking for a comprehensive ticketing solution for your haunted attraction haunt pay has the answer we skip the features you don't need and focus on the ones you like such as timed ticketing and repeat time slots variable ticket types bundle and combo tickets social media discounts and now featuring all-in-one options including managing your tickets online and at the door as well as upselling and managing your merchandise and concessions with a comprehensive report on everything at the end of the night head on over to hauntpay.com and get started in 60 seconds for free and we are back to the Roundtable of Terror, talking about our annual Transworld Survival Guide with our special guest, Dan Cartwright of Warriors Haunted Asylum, Alex Olmstead from Crooked Descent Haunted Attraction, Jeremy D'Alessandro of Creepy Collection, Alex Linebring from the aforementioned Haunt Pay, our usual hosts. And, um, you know, for the new guys who are coming this year, you've heard a lot so far. Do you guys have anything to say, questions, comments, or otherwise? Uh, yes, uh, I want to refer back to what Jonna Summers was saying uh, about the free events. I would just like to touch up more on what free stuff they, they offer there. Okay, well, if you go to the HAA show um, website, there is a list of daily events. And it will mention, you know, some of the different um, extra charge things like the bowling happy hour and the vampire circus and things like that, which of course costs money, but we're looking for the free stuff, right? So what we're looking at is makeup demonstrations. They have a stage there where they run pretty much the entire day, every day, different makeup vendors and makeup artists who will come and do demonstrations for you. Um, those are great to, um, to watch. Hopefully they have chairs this year so that you can actually sit down um, and take a little rest and watch those things. Um, the Haunted Attraction Association, they do on Friday morning a state of the industry seminar. And those are free. And I find those very helpful. That's They kind of give you some ideas as to what's going on in the industry, what trends um, they're seeing, what issues there may have been in the past year um, or things that we need to be aware of this year. Um, it's very informative. And they also do a Q&A at that. Um, so it's, it's very informative and, and I really like going to that as well. Um, if you want to just do something kind of fun, you can go to the Haunted Attraction Association live auction. Um, that is, um, I think that may be on Friday also, Friday afternoon. Um, it's interesting to see what, what the different companies have donated and you may actually be able to, you know, get something that was on your wish list at a good price, um, for, a. We're all good, you know, a good cause as well. Um, let's see. I think. The Oscars, I believe, are free to the, attend. The Oscars on Saturday night is free. And um, that is on Saturday night from 5 to 730. Um, so, yeah, there's, you know, if you'll just go and look on the show.com website, you can pretty much plan out your day. Now, I will give a, a tip to um, anybody who is taking multiple people to Transworld. Um, several years ago, I, I had the opportunity to kind of do what I wanted to at Transworld, you know, with, with money. I, you know, 
I'll go into details of how I got that money. I just want to say it was legal. Um, <laughs> but I took, I took some of my staff members and I was like, okay, this is the year I'm going to spend a lot of money on education. Um, so if you, if you could afford to do that with your staff, then what I ended up doing, because there were three of us and we were all taking different classes. And then what we were able to do was in the evenings, we were able to sit in my hotel room and we would talk about the different things we learned at the different classes and share that information and everything. And that was great. But in order to keep track of where we were, I basically did an Excel spreadsheet of, okay, you are supposed to be in room such and such from, from 1130 to 12, you know, 15 or whatever. And that way I, as you know, I could kind of see at a glance as to where everybody was and what classes and seminars and everything were being done. And I found that very helpful. Um, but there are some classes I would definitely encourage. Um, the chaos class, if you have someone um, that you want to have trained for your your haunt. Uh, chaos stands for, um, what does it stand for? Certified, um, gosh, certified Haunted Attraction Operation Services or something like that. Basically, it's a safety class. It. Yes, it's a safety class. And it, I, I did that for the first time last year. And it was very, very educated. It's very inexpensive, especially if you're a member of the HAA, um, to get that. And then some of the classes, see what is interesting to you. And if you can like only afford two or three classes or just one class, look on there, the seminars and see which one's going to be the most beneficial for you so that you can get, get the most out of those classes. Everyone wants to go to the fun classes, but some of the classes are not fun, but you need them to help run your haunt better or to be a better haunt owner or a better marketer. They may not be as exciting as, you know, the ones that John LaFlamboy and Alan Hobbs does, but they're, they're just as important. Um, but yeah, yeah, you can just go to that website and you find all kinds of free things and all the schedules and everything. And Alex, you're and attending the show with your it. owner, right? Yes, sir, I am. Uh, See, I this is also a great opportunity for, you know, you as being a, a, a haunt actor who wants to expand the role with the haunt and really learn the industry and stuff is to really see how your owner ticks, what he does, working with him and networking uh, with him, too. So that's that's going to be a really neat opportunity and stuff because, you know, there's always stuff at these shows, especially trans world where, oh, wow, that's really cool. But does it fit your haunt? Does it fit? You know, you, you'll be able to, you know, spend the weekend with them and sort of get the you know mentality of where he wants to go with the haunt and stuff. You know, I've been able to do that with owners in the past. You find out, you know, if they plan to really expand the haunt what they want to do. And that's, that's when you, you start seeing how you could be more valuable and see what's valuable at the show to both of you. I do want to point out real quick and John touched on the chaos seminar in many States across the country. If you are chaos certified, I believe you can also save money on your insurance, which is a huge, huge advantage. There are some insurances that will give you a discount. Um, if you're chaos certified, um, one of the things that um, I learned when taking the class last year was um, even if you don't get a bonus on your insurance, it helps you to prepare and, and put your haunt together more intelligently and safely. But also whenever you're dealing with the fire 
a fire chief um, who's going to come in and inspect your location. If you have that certificate showing that you've done your chaos training and kind of put together your, your um, standard of operations and your safety um, drills and things like that, that is very impressive to a fire inspector. And that's going to get you started off on the right foot. If, if they walk into your location and you say, okay, well, let me show you this. And then we can go and walk the tour, um, you know, through the building. That just puts you on a really good footing right there um, that they know that you're not just, you know, sticking black plastic and, you know, 50 gazillion stitched cords and everything else. They know going through that you know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Any other bits of advice from Haunt Pay or Creepy Collection about, you know, ways to make your haunt, your uh, trans world experience better? I, I may add something here. Um, one of the one resource is make friends with a vendor. We have a lot of information. We talk to a lot of haunts in and out of the United States, around the world. We have been, some of us have been around for a long time. We know a lot about the haunt industry, about trends, about what haunts, we are, we, we are untapped. So if you make friends with a vendor, we could be uh, a great resource to hit too. Just an FYI. I couldn't agree more questions, you know, and say, Hey, this is the situation I have, or this is what I'm trying to accomplish, or this is the effect I want. They, they will definitely talk to you and help you figure that out. Yep. Oh yeah. And you're also an asset to vendors because, you know, they're, they're building stuff. They can't go to every haunt and stuff. So you tell them about their, uh, about your haunt, they start picking up on the trends and uh, they just want to know what works, doesn't work for you too. And then you get better product and, you know, th then neat stuff starts happening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, this is selfish as well, but I couldn't agree more with that. Like, uh, you know, even on the side of, of ticketing and payments is our, you know, uh, play space there with haunt pay. You know, uh, there, there's a lot of great haunts that we work with and we've learned from them through the years. So we can kind of pass their knowledge on to you, uh, which is really awesome. And we love doing that. We love being able to share that. Um, we're not necessarily experts in what you guys do by any means. But you know what? We've set up ticketing for over 5,000 haunted attractions throughout the years, you know, or haunted events and attractions throughout the years. And obviously, you know, not all of those have stuck around. A lot of them come and go as time goes on and that sort of thing. But you know what? We've done a lot of those setups throughout the years. So we know a lot of those best practices by default and can share them, you know, with people that come to our booths. And I think it's the same for every vendor out there. They are, you know, experts in their field and, and they've learned a lot, you know, from the folks that they work with through the years. So that's a great tip, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that if, uh, you know, I have a haunt and we're thinking of adding, uh, you know, escape rooms and axe throwing. Is that beneficial? You know, and, you know, Alex or Jeremy might say, well, you know, I've seen X number of haunts do that in the last few years. And nope. here's what they've done. Here's what they've used. Some of them are still doing it. Some of them might not still be doing it. They, they could probably point out several haunt owners who are at that show. And say, hey, find this guy and ask him. You know, Jana has a very unique haunt, you know, with a medieval theme. And, and I don't know of any yeah. other quote unquote medieval themed haunts out there, but maybe one of the vendors does. So if, you know, if you're looking for somebody who knows something about medieval haunts, 
you know, hey, I can point you towards this person from a haunt in Arkansas, or I know this person that does what you're thinking of trying to do with this haunt or otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, absolutely. And I, and I assume somebody like Alex and, and Jeremy, who deal with so many different haunts, you, you probably know what, what people are buying and what services they're using. Sure. If it tries that, just to do some don'ts, because yeah. I can't tell you how many times I, I have a newbie haunter call me. I'll spend more time on the phone with them, even if they don't order. Just to put them on the right track. And I tell them all the time, we say, the longer you last, the more everybody in this industry eats. And that's what I want to see. I want to see you get on the right track. Yeah. From the start. Avoid all the pitfalls of everything that I've learned that I've seen people take over 20 years doing this. And I agree. I, There's I, a lot okay. of people that try to reinvent the wheel, but you've been there. You've seen what you've seen what works on the wheel and what doesn't. <laughs> yep. And I think it's going to be better for everybody. You know, I mean, if you can do that, if you can make friends and and be open with them too, and tell them what's worked with you, that's going to help them. You know, I'm a big fan of like, let's help everybody succeed because the more popular haunted attractions get in the U S and then around the world, the more people are coming to all of our attractions and using all of our services and seeing all of our props. And that's just a blast. You know, not, there's not one of us there that doesn't love haunted attractions, you know, to the core. This isn't part of our personality. I grew up around it. My dad's birthday was on Halloween. So I grew up building the haunted yard every year growing up. And I was coming to Transworld when I was in high school, you know, and stuff like that. So that's, that's my background on it. But everybody's got that story, right? Um, and and there was what, there's something that came from that past of kind of coming as a home haunter early on. And something Dan said a few minutes ago that, you know, hey, we didn't, we had a good year, but we didn't do quite, you know, what those big haunts did. I think it's really important to transform. You're going to see the biggest and the best everywhere you look, right? It's really important to benchmark yourself against yourself, right? Don't benchmark yourself against a haunted attraction that does 2 million in sales every year and, and has, you know, 3 million in props, you know, that they're, that they have at their attraction. Like that's not helping anybody. You don't have to spend the same money they do, you know? So I think that's really important. Don't, don't get depressed just because you see some cool, crazy, cool things. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And that's the wonderful thing about uh, Transworld there. You're going to find people of all walks of life within the haunt industry. Uh, and hopefully you can learn from some that are at your level or maybe just above and, and you can benchmark against those. But as long as you're continuing to up your game and benchmarking against what you did last year and say, yeah, this is a pretty darn good year. It might be our best ever. You know, th- that's what you should strive for with Transworld. Yeah. See, you now, bring up a very good point. It's you versus you, not yep. you versus anybody else. And that's exactly how I take it. And every haunt should take that as well. You versus you. You versus your last year. You versus what you've already done and what you're going to do next. That's your superpower. Now, Alex and Dan, do either of you do an off-season event? Do you do Christmas haunts or Valentine's Day haunts? Or do you have uh, some kind of an upcharge event like an escape room or an axe throwing or a zombie paintball or anything like that? I did try doing a Christmas one one year, watching the weather report for like the first weekend in December, and go figure, we ended up getting a lot of snow, and I'm kind of out in the middle of nowhere, so it's back roads getting here, so I had like, I think all of like 20 people come out that night because of the weather, and you know, and my parking lot is 
like a grass parking lot and things hadn't frozen enough. So if we tried to plow it, we were just digging everything out, making mud holes. And so it ruined the entire weekend and ended up taking a loss that weekend. But um, I haven't gotten to the axe throwing or anything like that yet. And I've been kind of looking into the, you know, little escape rooms here and there. So I'm hoping to maybe learn some more about those when I go down there to Transworld too. How about you, Alex? Oh, yes. Uh, past Christmas, uh, midway December, we did our Krampus event. Um, it was very successful. Uh, we had people come like six hours away. They'd fly from different oh. states to to come to our event. And that was our only second time doing the Christmas event. And uh, it, was my, it was my first time doing the uh, Christmas event as well. And uh, I, I got to say, you know, shout out to my haunt. You know, we did a really good job. And and uh, we would like to expand upon the, you know, the escape rooms and maybe do axe throwing as well. Well, I would definitely encourage both of you to take some time and head over to the interactive section, which will be over on the far side of the of the convention center and especially the Christmas show. Because, first of all, it is utterly amazing to see what some of these Christmas vendors come up with as far as lighting, as far as props. Some of them have a haunt theme. Some of them are just general family-friendly twinkling lights and singing elves and stuff. But the, uh, the interactive area used to be called Escape Room City, and they would have a bunch of escape room companies out there from one-hour shows to five-minute of shows. And, you know, you could walk in and do an escape room, or you could go in and, and do an inflatable, you know, maze real quick. All these little upcharge events, last ride companies, and and things like that, zombie paintball. There probably will be a giant zombie paintball bus because there usually is sitting out there, and it's impressive looking, you know, impressive price tag too, but still that's, you know, they wouldn't be in business if somebody didn't buy it. But I encourage everybody who's going to Transworld to also check out the interactive section and the Christmas event. The Christmas event's a little quieter than the haunt event because there's not a lot of screams and mechanical stuff going on. And there's probably some soft Christmas music and stuff going on is there, but it, it's a really, really cool little area to go visit. And for those people who do off season events, I, I'm sure there will be some Krampus related stuff scattered throughout the entire event because there, there has been for years and it, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So if you're even thinking about doing axe throwing, or if you're thinking about doing VR events, or if you're thinking about doing escape rooms, be sure to get out there to the back end of the uh, convention center and check those people out. They're out there to make money and make sales. And, you know, for people who immediately run into the, to the convention center and go hit the dark zone, and, and then they just slowly start working their way back there. It, it literally can take you two or three days to meander all the different aisles. And, and a lot of people don't get to the Christmas show or don't get to the interactive area because it's just so far away and they're too busy caught up in, in the thick of all the haunt stuff. So be sure to get out there and, and check those folks out. Any other questions from our new guys? Any no, other? I'm good. Uh, I, I mean, you've answered questions I didn't even know I had until you brought it up. So... <laughs> Oh, there will be a lot of questions. You will probably leave with more questions than you had as you go in there. And, and that way you can make your plans for the next year. But um, 
you know, I, I know one of our guests has to leave soon. So as we start to slowly wind down any final or major things that our guests who have been there can recommend some must sees, some must do's, some absolutely do not miss this if you can help it type things. And yes, that includes, that includes city oh, music. Yes, yeah. Um, I want to myself, it could even still as many times as I've been, it could be so overwhelming. Um, so at the end of each day, I, I take a look at the notes I've taken that day, either in classes or um, booth information I've jotted down or ideas I've had and stuff. And I kind of um, mentally decompress on all of, all of the information and everything I received that day. And that way you could start the next day fresh and yeah, take notes, take notes, take notes. If you have ideas, even if you're jotting down just two or three words, jot them down because sometimes those ideas, they, they, they're fleeting little fairies and they like to go away, never to be found again. So write them down. And don't forget, a lot of companies do frown upon taking pictures of their booths or taking videos. So if you do see something amazing and you want to take a picture of it, please ask the owners of the booth if you can do that because bad things have happened for people who've gone out there and, and videotape stuff. And then you start seeing copycat knockoffs and things. So if you see a, a really cool skeleton, ask the owner, Hey, can I take a picture of this? And, and, and stuff like that, you know, just be courteous and polite and, and then they'll probably give you a business card and, and who knows, you may have just made a, a great connection in the industry. Anything else so I, from our, from our people? Who've been. So I take it a big thing to bring with would be like a, a notebook and pen. Uh, definitely write stuff down, huh? Yeah, percent. Yeah. Throw it in your backpack. Write it on your phone if you have you know that that capability. Tap it down or whatever. Just some little notes. A, a, a voice recorder helps too. You know, hey, booth X Y Z is selling blah 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 because you'll probably go see something that you absolutely love on mm -hmm. Friday. And then you can't find it on Saturday because there's so many people walking to and fro. You know, I, I know where Alex's booth is. It's still, I, some, I still picked the wrong aisle trying to get to see him, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, dang it. I thought he was here. Oh, there he is. And, you know, a lot of people do have the same booth every year, but sometimes they move. So, you know, if you're looking for Gore Galore, who's always at the front, they're not at the front this year. They've moved back several in like mm -hmm. the 900s because of spacing issues or something, or, you know, if you want to go see still be studios, they're usually in that one spot. And I believe they are there this year. You know, we're in booth 1444. We've been there almost 10 years now, and, and we're probably not going anywhere, but, you know, keep notes where some of these vendors that you like are located. Cause again, so many people are there. You're, you're going to forget where these people are and you're going to walk around probably circle several times going, God, I thought they were right here. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you for note taking, you know, uh, look up something called rocket book. Uh, it's a, like a notepad, but it's like a, a, a grease board. You use a special pen, you can write down wherever you want and save it on a smart device and then just clear it all out. Then you don't have a giant notebook and flipping through it in August going, oh, where's the number for that thing? You can categorize stuff and things with it too. I, so yeah, definitely for a show like this, you want to try and absorb it all and take notes. Uh, yeah, look up Rocketbook. They, they got some neat stuff. 
Interesting. I've not heard of that one. Uh, Alex and Jeremy, any uh, final bits of advice before we start winding it down? Have fun. Uh, don't forget, I mean, it's easy to get stressed out at this stuff. There's a lot going on, you know, there's a lot of things that you feel like you have to make it for this and that and this and that. If it gets to be too much, just chill out, like take a break, have fun, make sure you're having fun because this should be a blast and you should uh, meet a lot of cool new people, but also you should enjoy yourself and feel comfortable. So, uh, don't let it get to you, man. Just have fun. Pace yourself. Exactly what he said. Pace yourself and have kick back, relax, have a good time. Step outside, smoke a joint, you'll be fine. <laughs> or is that le- is it great advice? It's illegal in Missouri. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Dude, don't, 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 don't break the law. Yeah, don't. don't listen. <laughs> um, one last piece of advice I'll do, I'll throw out there before you, uh, before we start winding this up. Usually Friday and Saturday nights at the Marriott Grand, which is I believe caddy corner to the main entrance of trans world. Everybody goes there at least once during, during their stay, usually on Friday or Saturday nights, Saturday nights are insane. We, we take over the entire bar and lobby of the hotel. And, you know, some of the hotels have restricted entrance, the Drury, you have to have a card key to get to their, you know, social area, but Go, if you get a chance, go over to the Marriott Grand St. Louis there right across the street and just walk around, introduce yourself, talk to people. Everybody there will probably be a haunter unless they have some wedding party or something going on. And then they'll all they'll be the ones looking all freaked out with all the black T-shirts. I remember a few years ago there was a wedding going on and they were not happy. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll have to tell stories about the gaming convention at MHC that one year. That was that was something, but uh, <laughs> we will not talk about that. But anyway, folks, you know, Trans World is literally only three or four short weeks away, February second through the fifth, at the America Center in St. Louis. M O H A A Show dot com. It is still not too late to register. So, any final words before we wrap this up? I do want to apologize if I meet anybody in person. In person, I may get really long-winded and not shut up, so I'm apologizing now. <laughs> we have Drew. <laughs> that, yeah, bring it over to the Haunt Pay booth. We love that, Dan. <laughs> we got a lot of talkers over there. Come on over. <laughs> All righty. That, that could be interesting. But once again, folks, we want to thank our guests here tonight. First-timers, Alex Olmstead from Crooked Descent Haunted House. This is the part of the show we call the plug. So, Alex and Dan, we want you to um, give us a plug. Tell us a little bit about Crooked Descent Haunted House in Herkimer, New York. Dan, we want you to do the same with Warriors Haunted Asylum. Alex, tell us where people can get more information about your haunt. Uh, you can get more information on our Facebook at uh... Crooked Descent Horror. Then you can also find us on our website, uh, crookeddescent.com. Do you do Instagram or TikTok or any of those things? Uh, we have Instagram as well. I believe it's the same handle as Facebook, uh, just Crooked Descent Horror. Very nice. Do you have any uh, off-season haunts going on between now and October? Uh, we do not. We're just building up and then waiting for next season. All right. Dan, how about you? How can people get more information about Warriors Haunted Asylum in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin? Uh, Best thing to do is find us on Facebook under Warriors Haunted Asylum. 
I do have a TikTok out there. Just kind of, I've started it. There ain't a whole lot to it. So it's kind of dumb at the moment. Um, even if you Google us, you can find us out there in the internet. We do have a website, you know, under Warriors Haunted Asylum for info. So you Google us, you'll find us. Likewise. And we hope you guys bring a slew of T-shirts so you can wear them every day. And, and like, again, T-shirt exchange is a thing there. So feel free to uh, pass those along to some people that you meet. Um, Alex, our very fine sponsor. How can people get more information about HauntPay? Oh, we would love for you to check out HauntPay.com and hit us up on all the social media, Twitter.com slash HauntPay, Facebook.com slash HauntPay. I don't know, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Instagram. People use that still, I think. Uh, we, we love those. Or just hit us up by email. Email me, alex at hauntpay.com or our whole team at info at hauntpay.com. We'd love to hear from you. What is your And booth 315. Booth 315. That was the one I left out. Yeah. Booth 315. 315. All yeah. right. We've got Jared. a whole section over there by the dark zone. So come see us. Everybody walks past you. Jeremy, how can people get more information about Creepy Collection, which I believe is celebrating its 20th anniversary? Congratulations. And a little bit of, you have a little sad news for us, too. You're not going to be there. No, no, unfortunately, no. But look for Creepy in 2024, God willing. Um, We will uh, be doing a sale this year during the Trans World Week for people that are looking for our stuff at creepycollection.com. We'll be throwing our 30% off, which is usually our November sale, uh, which does really well. But we're going to put that back for that week. Plus, we're going to show some new stuff on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, across the board, a couple of the new things, which I was molding tonight. Uh, they'll be launched. But yeah, we'll, we really are feeling that we're not coming, believe me. And I want to wish everybody a safe show, everybody a safe trip, everybody a great show. And um, I hope you guys kill it. I hope you all have a great experience there. Thank you. And once again, creepycollection.com. Dot com. And, uh, and we do have quite a TikTok. So you can check that out. Very nice. And of course, we could not do this without our fine hosts, including Storm. Uh, once again, I have to live vicariously through everybody's social media when they're at Trans World. So do that. Yeah, there are a lot of listeners who do. Tag Big Scary Show. Show the fun. Show things you learn, with the exception of the interior restrooms. <laughs> Meat Hook, Jim. Uh, sadly, once again, I will not be at Trans World, but I will be at a trade show this year. Yes, Woo-hoo. believe it or not. After like three years, I will be at a trade show in March. We look forward to hearing that. We also want to thank Jonna. Hey, um, I just, you know, if you want something fun to do, go to the, the doors where people first walk into the showroom floor and just watch people's faces. You can definitely tell oh, who yes. the newbies are. <laughs> They're like six-year-olds walking in and seeing Mickey Mouse for the first time. It's amazing. I will be at Transworld on Saturday only, um, but I will be or hanging around the booth. I'll be going around doing some interviews. Um, I will be at the Oscars Awards um, Saturday night. So if anybody sees me, please stop and say hi. I will be in a big scary show t-shirt instead of my Banshee shirt. Thank you very much for that. My name is Drew Badger. And I do want to say that myself and special correspondent Wicked Wendy will also be at the show for all four Woo-hoo! days. We're, 
We are at booth 1444, but alas, we will not have the box of mystery this year, but we are going to bring it back in 2024. So be looking for that. Once again, folks, this is the Roundtable of Terror here on The Big Scary Show. We'll see you in St. Louis.
Ohio Haunted House owners, actors, and enthusiasts. Join the new Ohio Haunters Association. We are working with haunters across the state, from home to pro, to strengthen the Ohio haunt community. Open to all owners, actors, makeup artists, prop builders, designers, and Halloween paranormal enthusiasts. The Ohio Haunters Association, where haunting is the heart of it all. Look for us on Facebook. Greetings, listeners, listeners, and welcome. welcome. Watch out. Don't trip over that torso. torso. It's time time for Between between the the corpses. Corpses. Greetings, listeners, and Happy New Year. Meat Hook Jim here. And as we continue down our path of Between the Corpses and Torture and Execution, we are going to cover the Papal Inquisition. In the medieval world, all bowed down to God's temporal representative, the Pope. The Inquisition was formed to maintain his power, but its methods and motives ran out of control. The Pope's authority was beyond question, and some of the most barbarous torture and executions of the Middle Ages took place in his name. The Pope was constantly fearful of losing his grip on power. His mandate was forceful enough, and both rich and poor were concerned for their spirituality. But representatives of the Catholic Church were not above misusing their influence. Many had a reputation for greed which in turn sparked a groundswell of opposition. When alternatives to Catholicism presented themselves, they attracted surprisingly large followings. The Cathari sect from Bulgaria spread over southern Europe in the 11th century, while the Waldenasians began challenging papal authority in the 13th century. Excommunication was no longer enough to keep the flock in line. The Pope's response was the institution of the Holy Office or Inquisition. Formalized in 1231 by Pope Gregory IX, the Inquisition's task was to deal with heretics, those who veered from papal dogma as well as moral crimes. Spaniard St. Dominic inspired a new order, the Dominicans, founded in 1216. St. Francis of Assisi, had started his own order six years previously. Devout, pious, and zealous, Dominican and Franciscan friars proved to be the men for the job. In, by 1252, the use of torture had been sanctioned in order to elicit confessions. Those in the clutches of the Inquisition were taken to the brink of despair by the brutality wielded against them. Inquisition parties marched from place to place, carrying large crucifixes to telegraph their ominous presence. Following their arrival, heretics and other offenders had a month in which to give themselves up. Those who readily confessed were welcomed back into the arms of the Catholic Church after a penance. Then the friars turned their attention to those denounced as heretics by local church people or envious neighbors. Just two witnesses were enough to convince the inquisitors of guilt. 
bribery, or the threat of torture could secure those witnesses. Then interrogations began. The friars had terrible mechanisms at their disposal, including the rack, the strapado, which stretched the limbs of the victim with weights, the iron boot, thumb screws, whips, and brands. There was no defense system, and anyone who supported the victim was also condemned as a heretic. The wealth and estates of convicted heretics funded the inquisitors. Therefore, the moneyed classes were targeted. Most at risk were sincere moneyed Catholics, wrongly accused of heresy, who felt unable to confess, despite the appalling and painful indignities confronting them. Those found guilty were handed over to the secular authorities to be burned at the stake. Although the Inquisition relented in the rest of Europe after the 14th century, it gained renewed impetus in Spain. Tomas de Torquemada was the black-hearted Grand Inquisitor in Spain from 1483. His primary targets were Jewish people, who became Christians following the bleak convert or quit edict in 1492. Muslims that remained in Spain, particularly Grenada, were other targets for the Inquisition. And all this time after watching History of the World Part 1, I thought it was all about Torquemada. Shows you what I know. Catch you on the next episode. I didn't expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. If you are alone, don't answer the phone. It could set you up for a visitor who turns killer. He is not particular, as long as you're beautiful, sensuous, and photogenic. You see, he poses as a magazine photographer and schedules an appointment for murder. Yours. I know because it happened to me. I was one of the lucky ones. I didn't keep the appointment. You'll see the complete story in the new shocking motion picture, Don't Answer the Phone. Rated R. Under 17 must be accompanied by parent or guardian. Enter the haunted world of Fright Find and discover an environment dedicated to promoting your haunt. Target customers who will influence others on attending haunt attractions as Fright Find brings in scream seekers looking for haunted places, events, and accommodations of every sort. Various exposure options give you the ability to reach your audience throughout the year. Don't be afraid. Go to FrightFind.com now to add your haunt for free and see for yourself the difference Fright Find will make in your haunt listing. <laughs> it's time for Ask the Old Crone. <laughs> I am always jealous of those haunts that have great detailing, but being a mobile haunt makes it difficult for me to be as detailed as I'd like in my own haunt. So let's talk about using minimalism in your haunt without sacrificing the scare. Dr. Lars Mukli from the University of Glasgow Institute of Neuroscience and Psychology said, when direct input from the eye is obstructed, the brain still predicts what is likely to be present behind the object. He went on to say, the brain's main function is to minimize surprise. 
that is what it's evolved to do. What our eyes can't see, the brain fills in. So basically, you don't have to see the monster if you can hear it or smell it. A shadowy silhouette and sound effects can be extremely effective in building up anticipation. This technique is used in theater all the time. Let's take an example of a witch's hut. If you do this correctly, a few strategically placed props can give the mind the determination that they are in a witch's hut without having to see every square inch detailed like what you would in a movie. Come on, movie quality sets in a haunted attraction are amazing. But if that's not possible for you, make sure you have the key items in place to let the guest mind fill in the rest. Until next time, don't forget to stir the cauldron. Red Crow Design, Body Freezer, on the Big Scary Show. Yourself. If they're worth dressing right, they're worth Von Karen. When you scare enough to wear the very best. Von
V-O-N-C-H-A-R-O-N dot com. As we slide back into the swamp where we hid the body, we would like to thank the following sponsors. Screamline Studios. Creepy Collection. Dark Imaginings. Fright Finder. Haunt Pay. Von Caron Productions. And VFX Creates. We'd also like to thank Virgil Franklin, Master of the Ether Muse. And we couldn't do this without the three ghosts, including Badger, Haunt Consulting and more, rabidbadger.org. Meat Hook Jim, check out his other podcast at wrestlehorror.com. And Storm, Rants and more, hauntminute.com. And finally, you, the listener. Without you, we are nothing. The Big Scary Show is copyright Big Scary Show LLC, and no rebroadcast of this show may be made without express permission of the owners. All music used on The Big Scary Show is used with expressed permission of the artists themselves.